Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Den. I am Scotty Waz. How are you guys? We're back from a uh, bye week, and it's frantic. Frantic things going on right now, um, but a heck of a bye week for this squad. A nice little rest after starting off hot. And now we come back, and Philadelphia Jason came to town. We'll talk about that. Then Maryland went out to Philadelphia adjacent. We'll talk about that. And we got Johnstown coming up, up in Johnstown. We'll talk about that. But, uh, you know, to get where we're going, we also have a lot of awards, a lot of tender signings, a lot of fun stuff. So action-packed week. So let's get it going and get it going good with uh, Friday night's game as uh, Maryland gets back together. I'm sure they were together all along. But uh, they take on the Philadelphia Rebels. They came to town for the first time this season. Last time this uh, franchise was in Maryland was the last games of last season when Maryland took uh, one of two, including a shutout in the uh, the final game of the, what turned out to be the final game of the season for the Maryland Black Bears um, in the regular season. So they welcome them back, and what do they do? Try to duplicate the same dang thing they did uh, at the end of 2021 and 22. Uh, things uh, getting started pretty, pretty interestingly uh, as a little rough start. Penalties, just penalties. penalties. That, that'll be the theme for this weekend, for the weekend set. Penalties, three straight penalties within the first, uh, first uh, nine minutes of uh, action here. But uh, the PK did really great. William Hackinson came in with some big saves, kept everything at bay. Hell, even started off a little bit of a, uh, a spring there, as that's how Maryland gets their first goal. And who else but Christian Catalano, who has been on a heater, as the kids say, but just on a line change, having the, the decency to see where this team was going. Uh, Caleb Thiessen throws it up to Catalano. Catalano goes in, goes out, and snipes it home for his uh, 15th of the season shorthanded. Uh, Thiessen with his sixth assist. Luke Van Wy on the secondary with his 12th assist of the season. Maryland up one to nothing. Maryland continuing to uh, have some momentum, but again, penalties getting in the way of all that, trying to kill some uh, momentum. But then, after the halfway point, tides turned a little bit. Philadelphia gets into a little bit of trouble, uh, gets a couple slashing minors, and Maryland cashes in on that with 140 remaining in the first period. Gabriel Wessling just getting a... Just a puck served on a silver platter from Luke Van Wy. Wessling hammers home his seventh of the year, and uh, a power play goal for Maryland puts them up two to nothing right before the break. Van Wy's thirteenth assist, second of the game, and then Sean Kilcullen the secondary, his sixteenth of the season. Not much happening in the second uh, frame. Maryland trying to continue to uh, move the offense. Things calming down a little bit. Some penalty troubles. Here, there, and everywhere. Par for the course. Three straight again in a short amount of time from, uh, it looks like from a, jeez and crackers, from a six-minute span, three straight penalties for Maryland, and then one towards the end of the frame. Uh, but nothing doing scoring-wise. And then a, a lot of things broke loose in the first 130. Oliver Band and Caleb Craven got into it. They get a 5, 10, and 20 for that. Uh, if, you're, if you have NHL fantasy, how the hell did you get that? And secondly, these are the guys that you want to get to on the squad, apparently. Um, but uh, there we go. Had that. Then Maryland goes on the power play after a hooking call for Philadelphia, and they cash 
money in again as Dimitri uh, Kibru gets on the board. A nice little laser precision pass from Brandon Piku, and that power play lasted all of uh, all of uh, seven seconds. And then boom, there it is. Uh, Black Bears up, uh, up three to nothing. And that's where it ended. Uh, some little fireworks towards the end. Philadelphia kind of imploding on themselves. Uh, slashing, holding, hooking, all kinds of fun stuff. But Maryland takes this one home, uh, and uh, they win. 3-0. William Hackinson's second shutout of the year, both against Philadelphia. This one he turns in a 24-save performance for that, and uh, he gets the start on Saturday night. Saturday night a little bit different of a start uh, for Maryland in this one. Kind of a little bit from behind, running from behind a bit. And again, penalty troubles, just getting in the way of everything. Uh, after the middle part of the frame, just three straight penalties once again, uh, a roughing, a cross-checking on Sportsman Lake, and then a boarding towards the end of the frame. One of them actually cashed in against Maryland as David Deputy gets uh, the puck in the slot, uh, pots it home. It is one nothing for uh, Maryland or for Philadelphia in this one. Uh, Maryland would come back literally right after that. A minute and 19 seconds later, hey, who else but Christian Catalano and who else but on the shorthanded attempt, two shorthanded goals uh, on the weekend as he gets a nice little uh, pass after Brad McNeil. Great work by the captain in the corner, outmuscling the Rebels' defense. Catalano unmarked because why would you mark the leading sco- goal scorer in the NAHL? He puts it home, second shorthanded goal. That is also his 16th of the season. McNeil with his 14th assist. Butch Gorman getting a secondary assist, his second of the year for Maryland. There were four penalties in the second period, all belong to Maryland. Um, again, penalty troubles are rearing their ugly head. Luckily for Maryland, the penalty kill has been fairly sharp overall. They were able to kill all those, and guess what? Hey, another shorthanded goal late into the frame. With 349 remaining in the frame, who else? But Catalano as uh, just steals it at the blue line and just goes in all by his lone or stolen by Braden Standard, passed it to Catalano all by his lonesome. Elabu, 17th of the year for Catalano. Standard, his fifth assist on the season. And then a minute and 13 seconds later, something that hadn't happened all weekend for the Black Bears, an even strength goal as uh, Dimitri Kibru uh, gets a nice little uh, pass from Brandon Piku. Once again, those two hooking it up real good. His 15th of the season. Piku gets his eighth assist. Stannard, his sixth assist of the season. Maryland up 3-1. to one. Now the power play again for Philadelphia, getting a lot of chances in this one as a early penalty or, or carryover penalty from the second when the referees didn't know who slashed who and what. Um, but that, again, par for the course for this weekend. But Black Bears go on a PK, and uh, Connor Sedlak puts home the uh, second goal for Philadelphia, redirected in front, uh, and that's a power play goal, 128 in, 3-2 to two score on that. couple more PKs on this one, and I will say this. Uh, they didn't get on the score sheet. They had a couple of chances, but Adam Shankula and Cal Essenmacher have been stellar on the uh, PK for the Maryland Black Bears. They are selling out. They are anticipating really well. Uh, in the defensive zone while also knowing when to kill time in the offensive zone, pinning up against the boards, uh, putting in a light dump in, and then there you go. They are killing time off, and you know while it's not going to show up on the score sheet, it doesn't go unnoticed by everybody out there. I mean, they are uh, contributing in their own way. 
Uh, and I, like I said, they're getting chances too. Not only on shorthanded attempts, but even strength too. Essamacher had a couple good even strength chances. Shankula is a horse. He's just driving to the net, uh, and he will get. They will. They will get their due on the score sheet. But these guys have played really well when they were out there for the PK. Maryland, though, they finally get another goal uh, on the power play. Only one even strength goal this entire weekend, really? Okay. Uh, but Maryland on the power play, they get themselves a uh, the two-goal lead back. Brad McNeil uh, gets a rebound off a Trey Scott attempt. He puts it home for his fourth of the year. Uh, Trey Scott, fifth assist. Catalano, his 13th assist on the power play. William Hackinson made some clutch saves late. Uh, in the game, also the defense limiting the uh, the five on five chances for the Rebels. Again, only one even strength goal this entire series, and that was by Maryland. So the special teams were in a big, big way. But Maryland comes out of this one four to two victors uh, and uh, sweep another weekend. Thirty three saves for Hackinson in this one, uh, and a heck of a, a heck of a weekend for him. Uh, so much so that it netted him first star honors as he pushes his uh, record to a perfect 12-0 and on the season. Um, can't be more happy than that. Like, that's uh, that's clutch for a guy like that. 12-0, uh, and stopped 57 shots this past weekend, second shutout, uh, second in the NAHL with a 1.66 goals against, and his 12 wins lead the way for the Null, uh, for a guy who I'm sure is going to get a lot of looks from colleges uh, this uh, this year. Uh, now let's get to obviously the uh, the elephant in the room, and that is Le Penalties. Uh, Black Bears gave up 16, 16 power plays this entire weekend, and luckily only getting burnt for two, uh, both on Saturday. But you know, on on situations like this, the discipline really has to come into effect. You really have to kind of step back and make sure things are going, uh, you know, the right way in all of this. I mean, all told, 75 penalty minutes for the Black Bears this weekend. That's pretty uh, not so great. That's a that's an entire game and almost a full period of uh, time in the penalty box. I mean, of course, you have the Caleb Craven thing. Um, that was one thing that, uh, yeah, that's that's going to that's gonna bite you in the end as well. And I think, um, I mean, you look at everything else, it's just it's, – it's a situation where you can't be giving up all these things. It's not what you want to do. So something to work on, but uh, joyous things happening for the Black Bears as, again, uh, they're doing well. And they are doing well going into Tuesday's matchup, going up to Philadelphia adjacent in Holladell, New Jersey, to take on these same Philadelphia Rebels. And things at first got off to an inauspicious start for the Black Bears as uh, – a minute 57 in, they take a cross-checking penalty, which is something that has been uh, haunting them, haunting them for the past few weeks. Uh, and Philadelphia cashes in as David Deputy on the power play just takes it up the uh, right-hand side, throws it at a tough angle, and it squeaks over the shoulder of uh, Jack Wenicke, who was getting the start uh, on Tuesday, and it's one nothing Philadelphia early. But the Black Bears kind of woke up after that. I mean, a bus trip will do you in, especially midweek. And now Black Bears wake up and they get on it. The offense was kicking in full steam. Jack Fialkoff was uh, solid in net for the uh, first five minutes of the game. Black Bears couldn't really get things past him. And then fortunes change, luckily, for the Black Bears as uh, Dimitri Kibrew 
evens the score. A nice play by Brandon Piku, who was uh, falling down, getting harassed, trying to bust in on a drive, was able to spin around, get the get enough on the puck to get it out to Kibru in the slot. Kibru finishes it for his 16th of the year. Uh, Piku, his ninth assist, and Luke Van Wy getting a secondary assist, his 14th. Van Wy, uh, uh being one of the more offensive defensemen the Black Bears have, is Sean Cullen. Did not play. No reason given for that. No injury notation on that. So we will have to keep a look on that uh, heading into this coming weekend. But Black Bears strike again. Less than four minutes later, they get a power play of their own. And who else but Christian Catalano uh, just uh, gets his 18th of a season. A nice little ripper of a shot working his way in from the uh, circle. Pops it home uh, for his 18th of the year. Trey Scott getting in a sixth. That's a assist. That's his sixth. Brad McNeil with an assist as well, 15th for him, slowly putting together a hell of a season, Brad McNeil is. Just very quietly, not getting on the goal side, but setting people up in a big way. Uh, the captain doing his do, uh, duty there. Even up 2-1, to one, Philadelphia did not fold uh, at this instance. They were uh, taking it to the Black Bears, a nice little counterattack from them, but Jack Wenicke making some big saves late in the frame. Uh, finding the puck, really being able to see the puck, hunt it down even in a crowd, and make some saves, keep it 2-1 going into the first intermission. Black Bears, again, keep uh, keep on firing. Big saves from Fialkoff at the other end. You have to tip your hat to him with the big uh, couple big kick-out saves he had. But it was all uh, it, it was all a short-lived as 333 and Samuel Stitz uh, walk it on in. On a nice little uh, pass from Adam Shankula on a two-on-one. Looked him off. Went shot all the way. And that's Stitz's third of the year. Shankula gets a seventh assist. Luke Van Wy, his 15th assist, second of the game. Black Bears up 3-1. to one. And, hey, less than four minutes later, Shankula, who in the previous uh, weeks uh, has had a hell of a time out there on the PK. He has been fantastic, but not getting on the score sheet. Him and Cal Essenmacher were two guys I like to single out just how well their play is uh, on the intangible side of things. Uh, Shankula getting a goal in this one at 7.09 into the second period. Uh, he would uh, get a little luck, play a little pinball wizard, trying to wrap it around in front for a centering pass, goes off a, a Rebels skate and in the net for his third of the year. Stitz, his sixth assist. Hunter Ramos with his fifth assist as well. Black Bears up. Uh, 4-1 to one at that point. It wasn't over yet as midway through the frame, even with the Black Bears uh, continuing to press, uh, they finally get another one. They finally get the fifth one as uh, Stitz passes it up to, uh, gets it up to Catalano. Catalano, who just working his way through, weaving, ducking and weaving, finding himself uh, through the defense, just cutting through him like a hot knife through butter, throws it backhand, puts it home his 19th, of the year. Stitz, seventh assist. Gunnar Van Dam getting his ninth assist of the season. And with that goal, Catalano would uh, tie uh, the mark from Jackson Starrett from 2019 and 2020 for most goals in a single season. And we're only at game 22 for the Black Bears. Uh, so, barring some weird happenstance, we will see this record broken uh, in in very short time as well, and hey, don't count out Dimitri Kibrew either. He's got 16 uh, 16 goals. Get a little hat trick for himself. Uh, very well could be up in that discussion as well. But uh, great offense for the Maryland Black Bears, and and just able to keep things going. And by and large, until we talk about the third period here, smart game. Not a lot of penalties. 
Uh, not a lot of things going against them. It was good. Uh, they only gave the uh, Rebels one power play this entire game. It was the early point, and I think the point got driven home after that. The third period, though, took a turn. Little rough stuff happening. Christian Catalano getting into uh, the middle of a lot of it. Uh, first with a little roughing call down uh, in the corner after a Hunter Ramos offsides. At, he shot the puck as the whistle went. Uh, the Rebels took exception to it. Catalano gets into it with Santino Denubli, and uh, they get coincidental roughings. Then Catalano coming across the middle. He gets a little high, uh, a little up high on Bryce Strand. Uh, and uh, Dylan Blue took exception to that, and Blue gets a two for roughing and a 10-minute misconduct. Those penalties canceled out. Canelado got a roughing, too. And then after that, uh, Jarek Kaplowitz uh, gets into it with Catalano right before the game ends uh, and uh, tries to mix it up with him a little bit. Uh, nothing doing there. They both get a two-minute for rough, 10-minute misconduct for unsportsmanlike. There was under three minutes remaining in the game. They get the warmest of showers and the, uh, yeah, Things happen in the third period. Uh, Philadelphia did get on the board, 447 in. Uh, Kristen Saminis gets uh, the uh, Rebels within three just after a neutral zone turnover. Uh, picks up the puck, and away he goes. David Deputy uh, created that turnover in the neutral zone. 5-2 to two the score, but that's all she wrote. That's as close as they would get as the Black Bears take this one. 5-2, to two. Jack Wenicke, 23 saves in his seventh victory of the season. And uh, the Black Bears keep on rolling along as uh, they push their lead to 38 points in the East Division on a six-game heater, nine of their last ten, uh, and just doing doing the dirt, doing their dirt by their lonesome. And 19-3-0 uh, in 23 games. I don't know why they have a reg only 18 regulation wins. This team has not been to an overtime. So NHL may want to fix that. But Black Bears leading the way throughout the entire league right now uh, with 38 points. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good momentum boost as they head into the weekend. Some off-the-ice news now as we get things going. And Brandon Piku uh, finally signed his national letter of intent to play the uh, with the Lake Superior State Lakers. Uh, he will go there next season. And, and Pico's on the verge of something uh, amazing at this point right now. He is currently at 76 points for a Black Bear. He is uh, second, only behind Luke Mountain. And he trails him by six to tie, seven to overtake. Uh, so something really special happening this way for Brandon Pico. Might not catch up in goals uh, as he is currently sitting at 28. Record there is 44. Um, we will see. A lot of season left to go. We're only past the the, the third, uh, the 33% uh, done mark. But uh, good for Piku to, to get going uh, on his next step. Seems like it's been a while, but uh, uh, he's back. He's back with us, and he's going to do a heck of things out there in Lake State. And uh, he's done the Black Bears proud, and you can guarantee he will do Lake State proud as well. Dimitri Kibru also signing his national letter of intent for the University of Anchorage Seawolves. And, of course, uh, you know, Kibru having a uh, great start to his season with uh, 16 goals already. Um, and these letter of intents are basically just a, an agreement that they will, uh, these players will play 
for at least one uh will we'll attend the school for at least one academic year whether two semesters or three quarters uh and then after that it's all good and they're in a binding contract and to that the school offers the financial aid that they promise in the letter of intent so um congrats on piku uh and uh Kibru for uh getting on this especially uh uh now i mean that's a huge thing for those two uh, to get going they at least know everything for uh, their future year, whether I think it's next year. Uh, I'm not entirely sure when the contract, like when it goes into place. But in any case, um, they know where their next step is. They know what to do now. So that's pretty awesome for both of them to go ahead and uh, have that and have that ready for them, have that in their holster, and away they go. So congratulations to both those guys uh, ahead of uh, or after the signing day. The signing period started for these schools. couple of tenders to announce, not the – chicken kind, the, the big ones that you can get at the Double T Diner, which are the size of uh, pterodactyls. I don't know what that means. Uh, but we first get started with uh, Sebastian Brockman. Sebastian Brockman, that name sounds a little familiar. Well, yeah, it's Jacob Brockman's brother. Uh, the El Segundo, California native, big-bodied forward, 6'6", 205. Uh, like I said, from El Segundo, playing at Shattuck St. Mary's, played there the last three seasons. So far this year, uh, in the prep squad side of things, six goals, six assists in 19 games, uh, coming off a solid 34-point season last year uh, with the 18U prep squad at Shattuck St. Mary's. Of course, Shattuck St. Mary's, a legendary school, churning out players like Sidney Crosby, like Jonathan Daves, uh, a whole lot of other uh, greats that Shattuck has, one of the premier uh, prep clubs in the U.S. of A. So uh, the man they call Seabass on his way to Maryland following the footsteps of his brother, uh, and that should be a fun, fun time uh, for Maryland's fans. This, this tremendous upside is a lot, a lot of kids see uh, or say, and that's uh, that's going to be something here for this guy. Six six, big, heavy body. So we will see what happens on that. Another one uh, for the Maryland Black Bears, Tyler Shaver uh, from G Gibsonia, Pennsylvania. He is part of the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins Elite 18 U squad. Uh, he is a uh, 6'1 forward, only 17 years of age, uh, an 05 birth year, so just turned 17. Uh, plenty of uh, plenty of room to grow for this young man, a right-handed shot as well. Currently, he's got uh, 10 points in 18 games in the uh, 18U AAA side of things and in the NEPAC, Northeast PAC Conference, I guess. I don't know. Don't know what that is. Uh, it's a different segment. But anyway, a goal and an assist in six games in that segment of it. So 12 points in 24 games, six goals, six assists, evenly distributed. So for a young kid like that to uh, perform like that should be pretty good uh, pretty good standing as we get going in the season. So he is locked up with the Black Bears on the tender side of things. Uh, Shaver was a guy who came to main camp this past season. Huge impact, and I think he's just going to get – uh, growing better and better so uh, we will see how this all pans out for your Maryland Black Bears but you gotta love you gotta love the idea of uh, nice little tenders getting some young blood in there as well and hey why not another commitment too and the reason why people want to come to the the Maryland Black Bears you get committed and that's what happened with Gabriel Westling Gabriel Westling gets himself a commitment to St. Lawrence University and man we uh Wesley has been a nice little uh, surprise for the Black Bears coming over here, uh, getting you know coming over here on the fact to get a D1 scholarship, and he did just that with a hell of a start to his season. Seven goals, 18 points, 
Uh, three game-winning goals so far for the uh, Mora Sweden native. And uh, St. Lawrence going to get a nice little punch there with this uh, big power forward from Sweden. So congrats to Gabriel, who has had a hell of a season to start off with. Uh, here's to even more throughout the season. And uh, then moving on to St. Lawrence. So that leads us to Johnstown, back up to western Pennsylvania uh, this coming weekend, uh, Friday and Saturday, 7.30, o'clock starts on that one. Um, Black Bears 4-1 and one against the, uh, the uh, Johnstown Tomahawks this year. forgot what their name was. Close games uh, at the, uh, the first meetings this year. Splitting in uh, in Johnstown, and then uh, when Johnstown came to town, Maryland was not a good host, only limiting them two goals per game, uh, and uh, sweeping that three game set. So uh, a lot of work. You got to figure Johnstown's going to have that chip on their shoulder, losing three straight at home uh, on the road, and now they're going to have Maryland come into their barn and hopefully uh, you know not wreck the place up too much. Though this Tuesday game kind of throwing things off a bit, but. We will see what Maryland can do against Johnstown this weekend. All the action on Hockey TV. Unfortunately, not going to be any alternative feeds. Uh, I have uh, prior engagements as well, so we can't do that, uh, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, just pray Rick Hall's there. And, and, I don't know, Nico has strep throat. I don't know. In any case, how about we get a little uh, alumni association situation going on? Anyway, uh, speaking of uh of uh the Brockmans Jacob getting his first NCAA goal this past weekend uh a hell of a hell of a work from him as he is at Aurora University um so a big big uh bump for him a nice little uh, NCAA ness for the uh for the Brockman uh as yeah just 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 a great great story for him coming in and uh, doing his dirt with the Black Bears with a big season last year, 31 points in 52 games, and uh, currently two goals, three assists in six games for Aurora. So the powerhouse is a doing doing uh, wrecking ball things out there. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Jacob Brockman, great job. Daps and head taps to you, uh, sir. And then, of course, Wilmer Skoog. Wilmer Skoog. Lacrosse goal eat le bleu on Friday. Number one on ESPN, doing his dang thing. I think that's his fourth lacrosse goal uh, in his career, fourth or fifth. And uh, my dude just going for it constantly. And, uh, yeah, picking it up, putting it down for the BU Terriers. And uh, they had a big weekend, too. They had, uh, I think they swept both games against uh, uh, UMass. If I, if, I, if I go to EP real quick and check it out. Uh, we can see what they say, and they did. They swept them in a big way. Scoo got two assists on Saturday night as well. Uh, so three-point weekend for him. Uh, that That is most of his points for the entire season. Gotten off to a little bit of a rough patch uh, to start the season, uh, but getting things going now, this will probably be a spark for him moving forward there. A McDowell had an assist this weekend, aiding Stevenson in a sweep uh, this weekend. So a big, big... Uh, Work from him against Alvernia. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Aiden McDowell getting his uh, his reps in, doing the dang thing, making sure that uh, he uh, 
he 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 lets people know that uh, Maryland is he, he's from New Jersey, but Maryland Maryland might be his home now. I think I think Maryland can adopt him as a, as a, as a player now. What do you? I, I think so, right? Yeah, sure, yeah. Last year's first fish award winner, uh, uh, Laker Aldridge, is ripping things up in, at Ohio University in the ACHA. Uh, 13 goals, 15 assists in 14 games. That's 28 points for the Bobcats. Huge, huge step for him. Um, now, I don't know if he's waiting a year for things to clear up at Michigan State or what's happening there. I know he committed there, and then I don't know if nothing nothing says he decommitted. So, you know, who knows? Things kind of change, but here we are in this one. So, um, yeah, big a big work for him. And that one, and just just letting his presence be known, just overall, uh, for this one. So, shout out to him, getting things going on that side of uh, the page. Uh, Luca DePasco is just wrecking stuff in Penticton. Thirteen and O, right now, for Mister DePasco. One uh, shutout of the uh, on the season, well, one six O goals against. And a 9.29 save percentage. My goodness gracious! And to think it started in Maryland. Well, probably started in Honeybaked when he was doing really well there. But he uh, had a hell of a year last year and kept on digging. And my dude is uh, wrecking shop right now with the Penticton V's in the BCHL as he gets ready for Michigan State in 23-24. So a little brief look at some alumni stuff, uh, and that'll do it. We're done. We've done done it again. You folks have a wonderful rest of your week. We'll talk again next week. We'll recap the uh, Johnstown excursion. We'll uh, look ahead to New Jersey and maybe a little uh, surprises here and there. Who's to say? Not me. That's for sure. In any case, all this 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 whole show is fluid, folks. I'm not going to lie to you. This whole thing, fluid situation, things happen, come what may. Here we are. Uh, so that's it. That's all. I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been uh, Defending the Den on the Faceoff Hockey Show Media Faction, part of Podcast Monsters. Hey, at Defending Den MBB is the Twitter handle for now until that entire site just blows up. Uh, and then at that point, you can check me out on Chesapeake Hockey Week, uh, the, the Facebook page there. That might get, be getting a rebrand. Uh, for now, Chesapeake HW Pod on Facebook. Check that out. Might want to get on that, guys. Just saying. In any case, that's it. We'll see what happens next week in general and in life. Until then, be safe, be well, and we'll talk to you next time through. Peace.